This is Work Perks Podcast, Episode 3, with me, Brian McCammon. In this week's episode, we interview Drew Pickens, VP of Human Resources for SAFCO. I'm really excited to share this conversation with all of you. Drew is our first interview of a small business employer, or what we'll classify as a small business employer, uh, employing under 500 employees. And we have a chance to dive into his view on perks, his view on benefits, culture, the role that it plays, and how it helps uh, his company, SAFCO, stay more competitive in the job market uh, and the labor market. Well, thanks for having me, Brian. I appreciate it. Um, My name is Drew Pickens. I'm Vice President of Human Resources at Southern Auto Finance, known as SAFCO. We are an independent subprime auto financer, and we do business in 34 states across the country, uh, located primarily in the Sun Belt. And, um, you know, our our culture is one that is very entrepreneurial. It's driven and successful, and that takes a very engaged workforce. Um, And an engaged workforce is motivated by the benefits and perks that they receive. Absolutely. It's one of the big, uh, the big reasons that people are showing up every day. It's not, they're not just doing it entirely out of the goodness of their heart. Well, tell us a little bit about SAFCO. How many employees do you have? We have 200 employees, um, primarily okay. in our cor- corporate office in Fort Lauderdale and our loan servicing center, which is located in Orlando, uh, very central uh, Orlando. And then we have relationship managers that are spread across the country in the larger markets that we service, such as um, Dallas, Houston, Atlanta, et cetera. And do you find yourselves doing, uh, you said uh, when you're talking about the lending, um, do you find that you're, the company's buying a lot of loans from other auto dealers? Are you originating a lot of the loans? I'm just curious where the business comes from. We're what's called an indirect lender. Um, we don't loan money directly to consumers. Uh, a customer will come into a dealership and that would be maybe a Chevy store or a Toyota store. And based on their credit profile, we will get to consider the loan and uh, make them an offer to finance their vehicle. And we, as I said, deal primarily with subprime customers within a certain credit profile. And our, our nickname or our mission is the credit builders. We're not out there to loan just money. You know, we're there to help the customers establish their credit for a better tomorrow. And we're also uh, out there to help dealers gain more business in a niche that they might not previously had access to. That's pretty cool. Uh, especially knowing that you're, you're out there trying to obviously serve the two purposes function as a business, but also help the community. It's a, it's a great way to combine the two, uh, the two profiles. Curious, how did you find yourself into your role? I know uh, often, you know, no one says they went to school for a certain profession. Um, Some do. Uh, I'm not one of those people. I I stumbled into my line of work myself. Uh, But curious to hear your story about how you found your way into HR, what your career path looked like. Well, HR was not my initial choice of careers. Um, I was a good writer, so I wanted to be in communications. And I was very, very fortunate to um, get a position in the operations planning department at Blockbuster when they were a large company with thousands of locations across the world. 
And there were so many different opportunities for growth. And one of those for me was to help the human resources department with their policies and procedures. And that kind of piqued my interest and curiosity. And I started doing more and more and and segued into a full-time role. I obtained my certification uh, and it's, it's been my vocation from there. It's something I really love doing. That's exciting. Uh, it's really interesting you bring up Blockbuster as a, a company that obviously had a great, uh, a great climb, but then we saw the demise with things like streaming services, Netflix, um, mm-hmm. you know, other on-demand. On I'm curious if, and we're taking a little bit of a detour, but, you know, talk a little bit about Blockbuster, uh, some of the experience there as it relates to the, the culture and the environment. Because as you said, you, you know, you can't have a business of several thousand people uh, without doing a few things right. So I'm curious, you know, tell us a little bit about that and, and if any of that experience is carried over into SAFCO. Blockbuster was really focused on working hard and having the best employees it could. But it was also focused on rewarding those employees uh, with a great culture, with um, development experiences that you could um, further your career with. Um, And for me, in my early to mid-20s, going to a company where um, when when Blockbuster owned a studio and the original 90210 was on on the air and you would see the stars, you know, come through the office, um, we had a national game championship at the uh, Fort Lauderdale Convention Center, which drew kids from all over the country there, thousands and thousands of kids. And, you know, you would look down in where they would have conventions and here it would be just a bunch of game setups and, you know, people going through the challenge and, you know, each tier and getting to, you know, the top tier and winning the, the game challenge. So lots, lots of uh, adventure there. And uh, I continued with that same group to AutoNation. And it's, it was a... Um, a great experience to travel as, as part of um, the team that made investment presentations when AutoNation was first starting out, was just starting to buy dealerships and build its uh, used car megastores. Um, and again, it was focused on culture and you know supporting the best employees that it could find with a great culture and great perks and great benefits. So it sounds like that that experience at Blockbuster, then into AutoNation, is what helped drive you over to to Safco. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I'm is it safe in assuming that that interest in culture and perks it was really fostered there at Blockbuster, and then propelled as your career started to move on? It was, and you know, Safco is not a large company with 200 employees, but we try to give the same experience in the same environment to our to our team. And it, they really buy into that and they work hard to ensure our success in the good times, the tough times we move on. It's always been uh, the little engine that could, it's, it's been a great experience. And, you know, we try to provide the best um, in terms of benefits. We, we have a safety net, you know, we give one times uh, an annual salary and life insurance at no cost. We give disability insurance at no cost. Um, my spotlight, uh, perk is a free gym membership through UFIT, a basic membership for everyone who participates in the medical plan, because we're very, very big on wellness. And, uh, our, our team is really in tune to that. Well, good. We're going to hold that spotlight perk. We're going to talk about that in here just a little bit. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about, uh, uh, you know, when, 
when and why uh, you have that interest in the, in the culture and the perks. Uh, so again, we're starting to paint that picture of, of the career path um, and understanding, you know, where, where all that fits. But I'm, I'm curious about your interest level. What, what started getting those wheels spinning about diving into workplace culture and perks? Well, a company's not just a name. It's really a, um, a competition out there for the best employees that you can uh, find. And to have those folks on your team, you have to provide a culture that is very enriching, that provides development and, and career opportunities for them, and also rewards them for their hard work. And um, when we started to build our brand, what you know, to define really what the recruiting brand for SAFCO meant, we took a look at our culture and we highlighted the good parts of it. And we supplemented it with um, some very competitive advantages that will help us hire better, better team members and be top of mind in an employer of choice for those employees who are looking for a job. You hit the nail on the head. It's, it's critical when you start thinking about what is that brand out in the marketplace as you're competing for that talent. Um, you know, as you, you did mention that you started to, to dive into what is that brand? What are those perks that help set you apart? I'm curious. You know, we, you, you gave us the sneak peek of your, your spotlight perk. Um, but care to offer any insights uh, into some of the other uh, perks that you feel have helped SAFCO really stand apart when it comes to finding talent and, uh, and you know, retaining that talent? Our, our foundation is really in our benefits in terms of providing a safety net. Our CEO, George Pucell, is very big on providing a safety net for his employees so that they can focus on their work and not worry about um, unforeseen incidents that may come up in their life, as, as they all do in everyone's life. And to that end, we offer multiple choices in medical, dental, and vision. Uh, we offer a match 401k. Um, and we have... Um, a very, very strong wellness program that um, our carrier, Humana, supplements with, with its Go365 um, mall. So at the same time, you're participating in, for example, this week the Mercedes-Benz corporate run is coming up, which is going to be a virtual run. You'll be earning Go365 points that you can redeem for um, gift cards, for merchandise, et cetera while at the same time making yourself well and healthy. What's been some of the feedback from your team members as they've learned more about and start to really dive into all of the options that are out there um, when it comes to what you offer? The feedback's been very positive. Um, companies in our space and our size don't always offer the benefits that we do, don't offer the development opportunities that we do and um, are, are not necessarily uh, focused on the employee, but focused on growing the business, whereas we believe they go hand-in-hand. Hand. And the, the feedback's been very, very positive. Um, also, too, with the current pandemic, we've invested a lot in ensuring the safety. You know, our goal is to send our team members home every night safe and secure. And we've been fortunate to be able to social distance within the office and spread everyone's workspace out, we have multiple hand-washing stations throughout the office, and we do a morning um, temperature check and, and wellness questionnaire every morning when everyone comes in. 
And the feedback we did on a, we received on a survey that we did after everyone returned to the office was very positive. Uh, people thanked us for what we were doing. They understood that it could be inconvenient, but really appreciated that we were ensuring their safety. And you see that in the efforts too. Absolutely. You know, as, so as everyone's, you know, obviously very thankful for the safe environment. And, and that was something you'd mentioned in, in previous conversations about how it was such a focal point uh, for SAFCO. Uh, you know, I'm curious how, how you've also, well, Sorry, let me back up. I know I'm jumping all over the place here. It's one of those situations where your mind's going one direction, your mouth's going another. Uh, one of the things you shared uh, in earlier conversations was that entrepreneurial uh, mindset and that opportunity for employees to grow themselves, understanding that you apply a lot of the focus on the physical workspace, especially right now. Uh, you'd also alluded to growing people. So can you add a, add a little commentary around some of the things that SAPCO's doing uh, has done, will be doing, and, and what they're doing right now around growing people? Um, for example, in terms of a development opportunity, we sometimes service other portfolios, and that may mean going into that business, um, assuming it, you know, the physically, um, and uh, bringing it back in and integrating it into our collections business. Those collections managers have a wonderful opportunity to learn not the collections part, but the business part behind the scenes, which determines the um, determines um, you know how profitable and successful that venture is, and um, they learn more there to to go to a new position. Uh, the pandemics forced us to be more virtual in our training, our actual in-house training. So we've uh, moved our university online to our internet page, and it's all self-paced and self-certified online. So with that university, have you found an uptick in how many of your team members are taking advantage of those courses? Um, It's actually, some of it's required. Uh, For example, the American Financial Services Association has a regimen of training on the laws and regulations that will apply to our business. So all of us, including myself, including those in accounting or IT, have to go through a base uh, training so you understand what the business is about. And from there, there's voluntary training, and we do get uh, a large percentage of our team um, to go through that and also to um, raise their hand to be part of the leadership development program. Fascinating. Uh, you know, you'd mentioned earlier uh, about the, the impact that COVID-19 has had on the physical workspace with the uh, social distancing, the hand washing stations, temperature checks. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm curious, as we start to figure out what life will look like post-COVID-19, uh, how do you think that this will have an impact on your company's culture and, um, you know, the impact on, on the perk offering, if you will? Um, I think on our culture, it's brought out really the best. Everyone has done their part to ensure the safety of their fellow team members. The company is is doing their best, you know, to provide the supplies and the processes to do so, while ensuring some stability. Uh, for example, you know, 
a couple of the school districts where we have offices in are actually going back to in-person um, classroom uh, instruction. We're trying to make it in terms of split shifts, in terms of shift swapping and sharing, to make it easy on those parents who may not have um, solid child care options there. Um, in terms of future perks, um, a lot of it's going to be company internal, I believe. Um, you know, have, haven't really thought about it much yet, but um, the days of us going on outings, on, on events, we, we love, as part of our wellness culture, we love to be involved in 5Ks. So, you know, there's the zoo run here in October. There's the IOA run next month. And then this week, again, is the Mercedes-Benz corporate run. All those have become virtual. So you really have to incent the team members, you know, in order to participate, there has to be some type of, of catch. You know, we're doing a, um, a, a benefit for a local um, no-kill shelter in conjunction with that because everybody loves their pets. So we're charging, you know, a voluntary entrance fee to be part of this, and we're donating all those proceeds to the, um, the shelter. Oh, that's fantastic. As a, as a bleeding, as an animal bleeding heart myself, uh, I can definitely appreciate that. So thank you for, uh, for putting that together. Um, you know, I'm curious as, you know, we've talked a little bit about uh, South Coast culture, where we see um, retention, where we see some of those perks. Do you envision that, um, you know, there's going to be any sort of wider changes because of COVID-19 in that uh, auto lending kind of category? Uh, do you see you know, a lot of reallocation of people moving from one company to another? Do you see like kind of what's your, what's your glass, your, your glass vision there, glass ball as you look forward? If I had to look at it, I, I think that the market will still, the um, employment market will still remain somewhat competitive. Um, certainly there are a lot of uh, people who have lost their positions, but I do think the competition for top talent will still be strong and you have to offer and continue to reevaluate what you offer um, to attract that top talent. Uh, you will see that in the relationship managers, the um, employees who are out on the ground working with the dealerships to obtain the business, uh, all the way to the accountants in the, the back offices. To get the top people, you're going to have to have the best benefits the best perks and, and a culture that um, is well regarded. We've done and we've invested a lot in terms of our brand and also in the promotion of our brand. Uh, we have a very active Glassdoor page and we also do uh, a lot of culture building on LinkedIn to let potential candidates know that this is a great company to work for and it will definitely be a benefit to your career if you come work for us. And you mentioned that in, in some of our previous conversations, the role that uh, that those perks do play in creating that extra edge to tip that uh, tip that talent scale in your favor when it comes to finding, retaining, recruiting. Uh, you know, I'm curious. This will uh, this will be our last sort of perk question before we we transition back to that spotlight. Uh, but I'm curious when we're talking about your competition. Uh, do you ever take cues from your competition when it comes to what you offer or does SAFCO prefer to be more of 
uh, someone who's leading the way, perhaps looking for innovation outside of their own industry and industry peers? We want to benchmark against what's the best in all industries. Um, what might work in auto finance might not work in a different industry, but the candidate we're looking to attract might come from that different industry. Um, so we do, um, you know, we benchmark being members of American Financial Services Institution and and, and such. Uh, we, we do look at what our competition provides, but we also look outside and we depend on our broker to, to help us with those options. And it, it might be where a smaller company has to be inventive to afford that. You know, for example, we offer free massages with a local chiropractor in return for them coming and potentially getting business. Um, you know, we talked about, for example, offering free days as a credit for doing um, some volunteer work in the community. So that it's a way to enhance the experience. That's good to know. I think oftentimes a lot of companies and a lot of individuals, uh, you know, in, in your role are often wondering, where can I find some of these different ideas is it within the industry is without of our, our respective industries. And so it's good to know that it's a combination of both. And you said something really interesting that what works in auto finance may not work in another. And, and that always goes, uh, you would think it goes without saying, but often that can be overlooked that, you can't have a one-size-fits-all blanket approach. So it's good that you uh, you have that mentality. Your insurance broker is a great resource for options. Uh, being a member of professional groups is another way to find those sources. Um, and even vendors who cold call you, um, they might not have a product that you're interested in, but they might lead you to something else that's a great fit for your company. Absolutely. You never know who's going to reach out to you. Uh, so let's transition back to your spotlight perk. So you had, uh, you'd mentioned it earlier as a, as a gym membership, but tell us a little bit more about that particular gym membership. Tell us about the response from your team members and, and how you've, you've incorporated that into, uh, really getting people excited and on board with you. We've really focused on wellness over the last several years. Um, a, a small company has to really make that a priority to keep your claims within acceptable tolerances so your renewals are good. And, um, you know, wellness, we made fun. We do different challenges. For example, you know, we have the biggest loser challenge every year at the start of the year where our employees form teams, they name themselves some crazy name, and the team that loses the highest percentage of weight wins certain prizes. So in the past, we've incented it with free days, being members of Umana and having um, their Go365 points, we've been able to give perks that way. Um, the gym membership just ties into that naturally. And, um, you know, we've had some employees who've really taken and run with that. They, every night, you know, right after work, they get dressed up, they go in groups to the gym, and they exercise. It's a great feeling. It makes you uh, energetic. Um, you're happier in your life and you're really, you know, more productive at work. Yeah. There's, there's no denying the, the advantages, uh, mentally, physically, and, and you can make pretty strong arguments for productivity, uh, when you're happy and healthy and taking care of yourself. So that's great. Uh, 
No, no, we, I'd also ask you that this dreaming question, right? So if money, time, uh, administration, you also said space. So if none of that was an issue and it's your, it's your blank canvas, what would be the, the dream perk that you're putting in for Safco tomorrow? Um, again, none of that's an issue. What are you, what are you putting at? It ties in with our quest for wellness and that will be a wellness room. Um, you know, we have a lot of different events. We now have to be socially distant in, in the current times and we could do classes, you know, have a yoga instructor come on site, for example, and teach uh, the team yoga. We're doing a virtual warm up at work. We don't really have the space for the uh, virtual 5k. So we're doing it outside. It would be great to have that room. And we can also do some other events there that bring us together as a team and build morale, which is also a big part of your culture. Absolutely. I think, uh, I think a lot of companies, uh, a lot of individuals that are, that are in your shoes would love to have some sort of wellness room or big space in their facility that's totally outfitted. That's an outstanding, uh, uh, outstanding perk to want to put in. Well, Drew, this has been a ton of fun. It's been really informative, really enjoyed speaking with you, learning more about yourself, your path, uh, learn more about SAFCO and what they're doing to really push the envelope and make sure that they're delivering a great, a great culture and a great perk offering. So uh, really appreciate it and uh, look forward to continuing our conversations in the future and circling back with you in the, uh, the months to come. So thanks so much. Thanks again for having me. I appreciate it. And there you have it, our conversation with Drew Pickens, VP of Human Resources with SAFCO. If you're interested in connecting with Drew and learning more about his company, his company's culture, and some of the different programs he's implemented, go ahead and look him up on LinkedIn. As always, thank you for sharing your time with me. Be sure to subscribe to the Work Perks podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Look forward to seeing you at next week's episode.